Hello, and welcome to Breakfast for Dinner with Sarah the Human. I'm Sarah the Human, and this is the Nine of Pentacles episode. The title will probably make a lot more sense after listening to the episode, so stay tuned. Oh man, this episode was very fun. Listening to it back, I was honestly just laughing for most of it. I chat with my BFF, Kate Noel. Katie, or Kate, I call her Katie, but Kate or Katie, either one. She has such an amazing story. She recently, well, I guess it's been a few years now, but semi-recently recovered from an eating disorder, and she is now an eating disorder recovery and digestion coach, which I can attest to because she actually helped me through an eating disorder that I had as well. So it's been really cool to have her as a friend to relate on that struggle and overcoming it. What I love about Katie is she is not afraid to challenge beauty standards and diet culture and really just encouraging a message of self-love and body positivity, which I think every single human can benefit from. So please enjoy Kate Noel. Hello, Katie. How are Hello. you? I am so good. I'm so happy and just excited to be here. Thank you so much for being here. I mean, you are one of my very first guests. And just the reason that I'm here doing this is really because of you and your husband, Rio. I remember y'all basically pinned me down. <laughs> <laughs> basically, you like cornered me literally. And we're like, you have got to do a podcast. So yeah. yep. it was really what I needed to hear and to kind of just filled me with courage to get going. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. I mean, it made so much sense. You know, you were like, you kind of set it up for yourself too. You were like, I want to start a podcast. Here are my fears. So we were like, <laughs> okay, girl, we're going to just knock these fears down. Um, it makes so much sense that you're doing this. You really just debunked all of them. <laughs> You're like, well, too bad. You can overcome that. Yeah. You can overcome that one and that one. So yep. thanks for... Here she is. Yeah, Yay. here we are. Um, and then also you inspired me because you have your own podcast. Yeah. What was that process like for you? Okay. I have had a very long journey podcasting. And I know you know this because I've told you. Long journey, like I've only been doing it for three years, which I guess is a long time. But I, what I mean by long journey is like the first year I had so much imposter syndrome and I really felt like I did not know what I was doing. Like I didn't feel like a good interviewer. I didn't feel like I had the right equipment. Like it all felt wrong. But to answer your question, I mean, I ultimately got over it. Now I feel really happy and content and I don't have imposter syndrome, which is really great. Um, to answer your question, I started Take the Cake because I was doing YouTube and I was doing a lot of eating, mostly eating disorder recovery. And when I would make a YouTube video and I would mention eating disorder recovery, either in the title, in any context of the video, even just vocally say the words eating disorder, I would get demonetized. My videos were getting demonetized really? and they were, which like, it wasn't really about the money, but then there's always that, there's always that feeling of like, that doesn't feel good. Like it doesn't feel good to have your videos be banned and like not. Yeah. promoted because like it doesn't end up showing up on people's recommended because youtube why is, like, is that it's not that anymore um but my videos still are like permanently 
demonetized. I think it was just back in the day when any, even if it was eating disorder recovery, it was like bad content. Like don't promote it. Cause I think they're trying to like protect themselves or something. Huh. So I was, was talking to Rio and I was like, I really just feel so defeated. Like I can't talk about it on YouTube. So that's why I started Take the Cake. So you found that, um, podcasting just gives you more freedom to just oh, like yeah. talk about whatever. Yeah. I just, I felt like it was more of the platform I wanted to be on for specifically for like eating disorder recovery topics. That's interesting. I haven't thought about how YouTube is more regulated. Like, have you run into Instagram? Cause you post on Instagram and TikTok a lot. Like, is that TikTok more is, regulated? TikTok is a little sketchy. Um, like I put, TikTok is weird. I posted a video of Millie and I'm like, she's like a little dog. So I was kind of like moving her around like a little puppet and she doesn't mind it. She's fine with it. They were like, this is, uh, this is like, I think it was like animal no abuse way. or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, Millie. what? <laughs> yeah. So TikTok's a little weird. Instagram, I haven't run into it. I don't think so. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can like refute it, but it takes like a day and you're like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. It already takes so much energy to post it the first time to have to like fight TikTok to keep your content and then so post bad. it again. Yeah. That's yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's all, you know, I found my peace with it and I feel good about podcasting. So that's awesome. Well, um, it's just so funny thinking back to when I first met you five years ago now, I think. Wow. Um, I know <laughs> we were completely different people like completely different people it like makes me uncomfortable <laughs> me too i feel so like little when i think i'm just immature and naive mm. but um yeah so we had to met when i was like 22 maybe and or 23 and I'm you sure were i was like 22, 22 or yeah maybe younger i don't even know something like that <laughs> yeah wow. so and then now we're kind of on this other side, which, you know, we never arrive. We're always evolving constantly. But um, so cool that we've kind so of cool. gone through that together. Yeah. When you look back on five years ago and mm -hmm. then where you're at now, like what's coming up for you thinking about that? Mm. I, I just feel grateful. I feel so grateful that we're here. I, <laughs> Me too. I just... <laughs> Like, I, I need to take a deep breath. Like, I just feel like I, when I met you and just throughout all those years where I was really suffering and struggling with everything and oh, I just, it's a bad feeling when you feel like you know everything. Like I was like, I, I know everything. I don't mm. need, I, I know everything. But at the same time, you feel like you said so small and like, I don't know. I'm just really grateful to be here. And it's nice that we can like laugh about <laughs> yeah. it. I feel like that makes me feel like, oh, we're actually really so different. Like I already knew that. I don't need validation through us laughing about it, but it's like so nice to just be like, hell yeah, we're here now. Like let's, let's live in the moment. Let's be present. You know, you just gave me a book about being present and it's just so nice to have a friend like you who is in that territory. It's so, so nice. And it's cool to just have evolved together. Yeah, I don't, like, just like, I, I'm sure maybe you resonate with this, I don't look back on my old self and relate to myself. Yeah. So when you say, when I think about Sarah, I think about you right, right. now. Yeah. I don't think about you a year ago, five years ago, whatever. I just don't. 
Like when I do, it doesn't even really make sense to me. Yeah. It's like, we wouldn't be friends with each other now, you know? Yeah. Like, like if, yeah. We, if like one of us had just stayed in like our old selves, our friendship probably would have grown apart. Yeah. But because we both were evolving, we both got to grow together. Yeah. At the same rate. That's yeah. just really uncommon, I feel like. It is uncommon. I, It's so... I'm thinking back to all the times that we've just either just you and I or our husbands and you and I have like cried together. And then the next (laughs) time we meet, we're like having the best time. And then the next time we were like crying. And then it's just like, it was such a long journey, honestly. And yeah, I'm just really grateful. And I feel like now I feel like we're all just like in a really good spot and we're solid. And yeah, like you said, we're still always evolving and changing and it's so nice just to have a friend like you who I can be fully myself and fully honest with. And we, we call each other out, but we also respect each other. It's just, ah, chef's kiss. Yes. Chef's kiss. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I would say now I'm just looking forward to like so many more memories that we can have. Mm -hmm. I feel like our first super fun trip that we did was Coachella together (laughs) and like that was just the time of my life honestly it was so much fun and it was so spontaneous on a Wednesday we decided we were going or it might have been on a Thursday on a Thursday Thursday. in the middle of the day you (laughs) called me and you were like do you want to go to Coachella and I'm like this weekend (laughs) tomorrow it was it was crazy and I'm like I don't know. Do I like tell me more? And you're like, yeah, I got really like cheap tickets and we just have to go pick them up. (laughs) And I loved everything about that trip so much. I know you did too. It was so much fun to do something that people plan for like a year or months to do. It was so fun to do it in this short span of time that we had because we just didn't have a choice to like worry about what we were going to wear too much and what we were going to bring and we just went it's so true like that was actually really freeing because i was thinking of all the things i would have done if i had just known i was going even like three months before oh my gosh i would have had a bunch of outfit changes i would have gotten my hair done before i would have you know all these things i would have done yeah i was putting press on nails like in the car i mean it was we we were like yeah should we we tell them all the gnarly stuff that we were like let's just do this like gorilla style like whatever like we're like let's sleep in the car in the valley in coachella valley in my husband's car and he's got like seats that you can kind of pull down so sarah brought her mattress pad (laughs) it's like a twin mattress pad and we put it down we didn't really have an agenda we had our press on nails we like barely went shopping we brought like literally one or two variations of our outfits and we're like that's it didn't have a plan yeah no plan I mean because it would have been pretty much impossible to get a hotel or Airbnb and or it would have been just outrageously expensive like a last minute Coachella area hotel Mm -hmm. so the only option we had was pretty much sleep in our car or do a day trip where we just drive there and or and drive back that same mm-hmm. night but we really wanted to see billy and billy was on at like 11 30 p.m yeah so to drive back it would be at like 2 a.m 
which we which ended up doing, <laughs> which <is laughs> I don't so recommend, <laughs> but also it was kind of great because yeah. we like had the whole day to just drive there, be at Coachella all no day. No traffic because we went on Saturday. Yeah. In the middle of the day, essentially. Yeah, then no traffic on the way back. No traffic on the way back. <laughs> 2 a.m. Wait, I want to tell them about the, we like, so Coachella, I feel like no one, I don't know. I don't do a lot of Coachella. I didn't do a lot of Coachella research until we were going. Like no one tells you there's a lot of time in between artists, artists that you want to see. Sometimes there's no time. Sometimes there's like three hours. Yeah. Usually it's like, I want to see these three at the exact same time. So you have to be there from, you know, 3 PM, whatever, depending on who you want to see to like you said, Billy went on it. It was like 11. I think so. Yeah. It ended up being like 11 or even later. And so she's, she finished up at like, 1230 or one I, I honestly d- was delusional at that point I didn't yeah. know what time it was but like we only really saw three people in that span of time so you have to just kind of wait around so we ended up going back to the car which no one else was doing we were just walking by ourselves back to the car and taking taking a little nap um, and it was so fun then we changed into our comfy clothes went to see Billy it was so freeing and then we went back and we were like, let's just take a nap so, to avoid traffic leaving the parking lot because there was so much traffic leaving the parking lot. It was like standstill. And I heard, you know, people who waited for like three hours. I was like, let's just take a nap in the car. And then we wake up. There's no one in the parking lot. It's like, what time was it? It was like 1.30 or 2 a.m. or something like that. And these security guards were like, you girls okay? Like about to tow the car. <laughs> like crazy crazy times they had they probably thought we were so wasted or something i know and it's so funny because did we go through that whole coachella experience with not once of alcohol not one sip. i don't think we did yeah so we did smoke a little weed but barely yeah and it was funny because they probably just thought we were so wasted and i was so tired i was like so crusty and tired my so I- they probably were like oh she's gonna just drive wasted they didn't like breathalyze me but i mean i would have passed I, yeah. was, I was totally fine i was just crusty and tired <laughs> definitely yeah we looked like we were gone you know we were so tired yeah that was the best though just pretty much wearing pajamas to billy like we you know we have our cute outfits for the day like get our pics and then at night it's like no one can see us no Who one cares? cares everyone was wearing sweatshirts and it's, it's cold yeah it was cold like nobody cares there's just so many people like no one's looking at us you know yeah no one gives and a so, fuck about yeah. us <laughs> <laughs> will say we had a ton of people come up to us and tell us how cute we were um like our outfit true like so many people wanted to take our pick because they loved our outfit so much during the day not during at night which is fair because <laughs> we didn't deserve it at night no I'm just kidding but um <laughs> it's a miracle though that we're alive honestly because you drove home I drove home with dusty contacts crusty dusty contacts <laughs> I think we were like 40 minutes out and you were like, I can't see, by the way, my contacts are so dusty. I like stopped at the gas station. I think I poured water in my eyes. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I poured water in my eyes and like, that doesn't feel good, but it was better than what I was feeling. And I was like, you know, I actually was awake enough. It was just the, the crusty, dusty contacts. And so I was just channeling you know, I was like, I know how to drive. Like, it's okay if it's 
I, I, I felt fine. I felt safe. I'm not saying I, it was like super dusty and everything was blurry. It's just like, you know, when there's like a little speck and it makes the lights kind of like have the line. Yeah. It was that kind of thing where I was like, whoa, I was pretty tired too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it was 4 a.m. You we stayed back. awake for me though. Like we yeah, talked yeah. and we were, we were fine. For sure. No, we, we did good. Next year though, maybe mm-hmm. we'll actually get like a campsite yeah. and like do it right. But I was so impressed though with the festival itself because the food choices were so great. They had like Asian food, you know, like I was not expecting yeah. them to have like Thai food and um, tacos and just, yeah. I was expecting it all to be like corn dogs, you it, know. It was like a little mini town. It really it was, was. special. And the lines were not bad at all. No. And like it was pretty easy to get up close. It was pretty easy to get up close, especially if you weren't seeing headliners. Yeah. It was like very easy to like kind of reserve your spot if you got there like, I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour early. Okay. Also, I need to tell them about you. You were asked by somebody to get some specific merchandise. Oh you were my asked gosh, by your friend yes. to get specific, and it was the smallest little pop up shop ever. It was like Harry Styles pop up shop. It's the nighttime, and we're like, "Where is this pop up shop? It's not on the map at all." Coachella is big, and it's How very confusing. Yeah. There's like little like places you can go into, and Sarah and I were like looking for this pop up shop. And no, none of the people even working there knew. It was so small. No one even knew what we were talking about. And then all of a sudden, we, we gave up. We were like, let's just give up. We're not going to be able to find it. And then Sarah goes, there it is. It's like right in front of our eyes. You like <laughs> led us to that spiritually. I really did. I actually did. I was like, okay, I have got to do this because this is the one thing she asked me to do. I'm like, I've got to do this. Mm-hmm. But how big do you think the grounds are? Because it was like at least a mile like oh my gosh yeah maybe two yeah (laughs) it was massive yeah and there's like past passageways that you can like kind of go down it's like kind of like a maze it really is so to just walk around the whole thing which we never even did Mm -mm. it might take an hour at least like seriously Mm -hmm. so and yeah at night we couldn't see a thing so i was like i'm just gonna take some deep breaths and just like pray that I find this place because I cannot go home until I do. Yeah. So we found it though. That was amazing. amazing. And then we, and then it closed and then we walked out and they were closed. They were closing up. I was like, we were the last customers. It was really, I mean, there, there's just gotta be like a universe situation happening. You know, like there's just so many things like that, that happen, especially at Coachella. That's true. Like for our little trip, I feel like it was like, spiritual it really was that whole day it was like one thing after another yeah we didn't get those vip tickets though oh i was like manifesting the vip tickets yeah that would have been cool although the vip sections didn't look that great no they didn't (laughs) they were like kind of far from the action yeah you know if you wanted to get up super close and be like right there with the artist that was not the vip section like you were so far away it reminds me of like a lot of like glamorized la stuff where like on one street there's like homeless encampments all down it and then the next street over it's like the most luxury apartment ever like it's just this weird like I have I don't know like I mean no judgment to people who get VIP no judgment to homeless like I mean it's it is what it is um but it kind of reminded me of that like there wasn't even really anything separating the non-VIP the VIP was like a fence like a small white picket fence and I'm like hi totally (laughs) 
like, hello. They were right there. Like, <laughs> right there, like, sipping like, their cocktails. Yeah. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> it reminded me also of, like, Hunger Games, the Capitol people. Mm-hmm. They were the Capitol people, and we were from the district. <laughs> we were just like, hey. I'm like, please look at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. Also, that trip was life-changing for me because you introduced me to Caroline Polachek. Yes. Holy shit. I've I listened to her. her music so much since she's then. She's amazing. And I've also just watched videos of her, and I've watched that concert over and over. I oh, have two. Really? I showed Rio yes. like p- videos on my phone, then I was like, let me just pull up the actual like Coachella. She's incredible. Incredible. It was so mesmerizing. Her performance, her dancing is so original. She's like ethereal. She is. That's an excellent word for her. Yeah. I'm so glad you like her. Yeah, I love her. I want to see her again. Let's go see her again. Everyone we saw was great. We really saw mostly... <laughs> we didn't see Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we had to tell that you story. Say it. <laughs> I was like, um, okay. So Megan the Stallion was on right before Billy, and I was like, do we wanna stay there for that whole concert or do we wanna just skip it and go see Billy? And we were deciding between that, and I was like, what does Megan the Stallion sing? And Katie was like, um, wet ass pussy. <laughs> like she sings wet ass pussy. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you lost it we lost it it was it hit us really hard because you were just dead serious like that is what she sings and i was like okay i know that song and then like then we were like in the car sleeping and laughing at the fact that we were like sleep like we weren't supposed to be sleeping where we were or resting where we were resting like it was very bizarre and then we just like heard her singing wet ass pussy and we're like, yep, <laughs> yeah. there she is. We didn't even need to go in the festival. We could hear her. <laughs> yeah. We were like, wait, this is wet ass <laughs> pussy. We're like, stop, dance break. Right now we have to dance to the song. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh my gosh. Isn't that funny? I wonder how she, like, I wonder how she feels being like, I don't know her what her number one song is, but I'm assuming like wet ass pussy's up there and her <laughs> yeah. being like, yes, my favorite, my my most popular song is Wet Ass Pussy. I'm like, hell yeah. Sure, let's I do it. it. Let's I do know. It. She don't give a fuck. She doesn't. I love yeah. it. It's liberating. I know. It really is. Yeah, I think about some of the stuff that I say publicly. It's like, oh my gosh, my grandma's going to read this or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's a good reminder. Megan the Stallion has a hit song named Wet Ass Pussy. I'm like, her grandma's seen that. I'm like, that's just great. great. Like, you do you. Just do whatever you need to do. And... I mean, it's sure opened up a lot of opportunities for her. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Also, isn't it interesting how it it's always like the same thing it feels like? My mom is going to, my mom yes. or my dad or my grandma is going to see that. That really holds people back. It really does. Yeah. Okay. We need to hold each other accountable when we're grandmas. We need to make a point to like tell our grandchildren and our children if we have them. Um, hey, just do whatever the heck you want. Don't worry about me, please. Don't let me hold you back at all. Totally. I just want to be open and receptive for the rest of my life. Uh, so I love that. Me too. If if I, as soon as I start to think, and I honestly really don't, I think once you kind of commit to that, it's so liberating that you don't even want to go back. Like, I don't even want to go back to pretending like I knew what was best because I was miserable when that was mm-hmm. my reality. Like, I was... I don't know. I didn't really trust myself or anyone else in a weird way, in like an ironic paradox way. 
I just want to be open. I do too. Yeah, no, it's so good to live that way, especially with Gen Z coming up. We have always been like the cutting edge generation millennials. Like we were the ones that any generation above us were kind of like rolling their eyes at us. Oh, the millennials, you know, whatever. But we were the ones on top of the trends. But now we're not. Now it's Gen Z. And it's like the first time we're having to be like, oh, here's the actually cool generation. Like Mm -hmm. it's not really us anymore. Um, And so it's such a good opportunity for us to like put that into practice and not look down on younger generations and like instead look to them to learn and encourage and build them up instead of falling into that pattern of like, oh, well, we know better because we're older. We totally don't. (laughs) Yeah, of course. And I feel like when it comes to that mentality, like, yeah, of course I want Gen Z to like respect the people that came before them. But I think the problem is that when I act like myself as a millennial came before them, I'm like, do you know how many people came before me? Like, what do I know in this like small little, I don't even know, like I'm just one person down. I'm not like the origin story of what it means to be a human on this earth. It's like, I had people come, we had everything we have in life is because people came before us and paved the way for us. So I think like just having mutual respect, you know, is like, I, yeah, I want to respect Gen Z. They're amazing. They're so, I mean, I don't know all of them, but I, I like what I see. Like they're <laughs> totally. so cool. I want to be Gen Z. Kind of. <laughs> no, know. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm a millennial. It's for just sure. Like, no, their style is pretty, they're pretty freaking cool. awesome. Yeah, but um, no, I know. Yeah, that's such a good word. It's like so simple, but just like respecting everyone, like all the generations, you know, respect whatever, wherever anyone's coming from. I agree. I, I was talking to a couple of friends about this yesterday, actually. We were talking about how it feels like a lot of the generational differences really do just come from fear you know mm, like yeah. they're like it makes sense that people were scared I don't know like I don't want to make sense of some of the stuff that what was I saying yeah like it's rooted <laughs> in fear like rooted in fear yeah totally. it's like they were fed a lot of different messages than we're being fed now yeah um, I mean fear of change really which is like pretty common in humans mm-hmm. to like be afraid of change because with change there's always a loss of how it was before it's a lot to take in of, okay, if our country is moving into a a different direction, even if it's for the positive, it's still a change. And like, we still sometimes have to let go of how things were done before. And it's a lot easier said than done. It is. Okay. Do you have any interest in doing tarot cards? Yes. I (laughs) see them. (laughs) Yeah. We just have these tarot cards like sitting. (coughs) Um, Sorry. We have these tarot cards sitting on the coffee table. They're very beautiful. They're called Mystic Mondays Tarot. My dear friends, Trace and Tina, got Trust these your intuition. For, yeah, got these for me. Trust your intuition. How cute. Cute. I love it. it has, I love inner pack. I love like inside packaging. When they me too. put something on the inside, it's nice. It is nice. I have pretty much no idea what I'm doing. Um, I was Googling how to be a tarot card reader. <laughs> That's good because um, I have no idea what... <laughs> is going to happen. I have no expectations. <laughs> this has never happened to me. Wow, those are beautiful. Aren't they so pretty? So Oh my gosh. What Wait, I, those are cool. What I love about these, my friend pointed this out. Each person on the tarot card, 
you can like interpret that skin color to be any color. I don't know how they did it, but it's so colorful that you can like see yourself in all the cards. Wow. Because usually a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of tarot decks, it's like all white people. Yeah, yeah. So this is like really cool. Wow. This lady I'm um, holding up. She's purple. It's like a ombre. Is that how you say yeah, that? Yeah, like ombre a, gradient. Um, yeah, gradient mm-hmm. of purple. So you can like pull out any skin tone in that. That's amazing. So thoughtful. And I love so that they thoughtful. don't that they don't just they look cooler than <laughs> the traditional tarot cards. I mean, no shade. Yeah. <laughs> except for the fact that it's only white people. That's annoying. Yeah. But they don't. They all kind of look the same. For so sure. That's really cool. The ones you see in the movies are yeah. like really. <laughs> intense um yeah no these are such a beautiful design so this is not an ad but i was gonna say <laughs> this, do you have an affiliate link or something? <laughs> I, know, I know maybe one day we'll do a partnership i'll be like i already did a whole episode <laughs> on y'all so back pay me yeah, yeah. Like- <laughs> again total beginner at this i have no clue what i'm doing really right now she's shuffling the cards <laughs> yes play by play so we're sh- yes shuffling the cards oh I almost forgot about the most important part. It's helpful to come up with a question that you want to ask the cards. Okay. Anything from something in the future, what areas do I need to grow in? Or like, it could be, it could be. I have one. Okay, you have one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Do you want to share your question? It might be too specific. Let me know. Okay. But I can, I don't need it to be specific, the answer. Okay. I'll tell you if it's too specific. Mine is, what do I need to release? Oh, that's so good. That's not too specific. Okay, good. That's perfect. Great. What do I need to release for Kate Noel? I'm so excited about this. Cutting the deck. Ooh. What? That one's pretty. Wow. Katie got the King of Cups, Two of Wands, and Nine of Pentacles. And I'm about to read a description of each of those cards. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm excited, nervous. I'm excited. King of Cups. It looks like it could be some... He looks like he's holding a trophy. Or a- yes, you want to describe the King of Cups card? Yeah, he's. I'm assuming it's a he. Again, it's it's not clear because there's like a there's no really like body shape, but there is sort of like a beard, and there is some muscle tone. Not saying women can't muscle tone. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, gender's unclear. <laughs> gender's unclear. He's green on the bottom, and it goes up to white and then blue, and he's holding a chalice. Love it. The way this works is. Um, And the importance with tarot is not exactly, you know, what the cards are saying, but like noticing what your reaction is to the cards. Mm -hmm. So if something feels off for you, then notice that and know, okay, that's not right. But then if something is bringing up, you know, maybe an emotionally charged reaction, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, what what is that? What's going on inside me? So Mm -hmm. here we go. Okay. King of Cups, the light side. Mindfulness is the key to making an impact. The King of Cups is able to carry emotions with intention, aptitude, and wit. He is a master of emotions and is able to apply humanity in his thinking process and his interactions with others. The level of connection he has with people come easily as he is able to relate to different personalities, making him an excellent communicator. The waters are calm even when turbulence is present. He is able to weather the storms and handle hectic situations with finesse and grace. His gift for guidance can heavily influence people and enjoys helping others. What are your thoughts on that? I very much relate to King of Cups, 
in all aspects, except for the only one I'm thinking of is, I think you mentioned like mitigating hard times with grace. I don't actually remember exactly what you said, but something about grace during chaos. The waters are calm even when turbulence is present. Or he's able to weather the storms and handle hectic situations, hectic situations with finesse and grace. Yes. So that, so I actually feel like I really resonate with that, especially in my coach archetype and as my as a friend. I feel we actually were talking about this the other day. Like I'm really easy to connect with, and I feel like I can blend myself into other people's and like kind of like be empathetic and all that stuff. And I'm a good communicator, but I think there are certain hectic situations where I don't feel like I have grace. I feel like I want to have grace and I, oh, <laughs> oh my God. okay, we got a package, time out, got a package. I just like lose control and like don't handle the situation with grace. That was so loud. It's a big boy. What is it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so funny. He really said, <laughs> like, come get these packages right now. Um, those packages are actually sound panels for my little studio. Oh, so I'm gonna make this closet my studio. <gasps> I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'll show it to you after. That's exciting. And I'm gonna put all those sound panels up. So, anyway, okay, Amazon Prime, thank you for the interruption. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so you were saying uh, some situations you're lacking grace a little bit. Yeah, there um, are some situations. It's it's me like living in the past a little bit and not living in the present like we talked about. Yeah. Other than that, and I feel like that, so yeah, I do feel like that really resonates a lot. Um. Okay, so the two of wands is next. So you want to describe that card? I feel like I'm in Bible study. I'm like, you want to read that verse? I do. <laughs> it, it's interesting. It's like a building or no, it's a path. I think it's a hilly path, but it also can look kind of looks like a tiered building, like a cake. <laughs> it actually yeah. kind of looks like cake candles on the side too. It does. They're like swirly little wands on the side. It's red and blue and purple. There's a lot you could pull from that. I'm curious after reading the description, what the actual card will know. look like. Cause it could be celebration or it could be journey. journey. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. Let's it's figure this out. Here we go. Two of Wands, a new world is calling your name and you are confidently stepping forward, ready to see what's next. There is an enticing path laid before you and you have conceptualized a plan to take action and progress towards your bigger ambitions. However, you're faced with leaving your comfort zone to venture off into unfamiliar territory. The big picture is clear and you know what you are capable of. Bold and fearless, as you step into your own personal power, you enable others to do the same. Making the decision to leave the comfort of home is not always easy, but can be necessary for your personal growth. Mm-hmm. What is that bringing up? So I'm thinking of it more metaphorically because I feel like my my last year self when I was deciding to pursue coaching would have been like very much that means go be a coach and quit modeling, quit fit modeling or whatever. And then my current self is like, okay, I've done that. I have stepped out of my comfort zone. So I'm thinking, not necessarily thinking metaphorically, but thinking more so um, this this season of life I'm entering, which Sarah knows about, is kind of actually taking some of the load off of myself 
and trusting that I have support in my life and speaking my truth and speaking up for myself. Like I like that aspect of the light card that resonates a lot. So I think I've taken on, I have a really high expectations of myself and I've taken on, I've been like, I'm taking on as much as possible for so long. So I've been feeling called to not do that anymore. Like I just want to trust the risk to me doesn't feel like taking on more. It feels like taking on less. Mm, yeah. It's almost like your comfort zone has been ha- like having control of everything of like yes, you're providing totally. for yourself, like you're doing it all. You don't need help. But then now it's allowing yourself to be helped and supported. Just allowing yourself to like, yeah, have help. Yeah. It's like my, in my mind, I don't, I don't, I want to just be able to sit at home and not have something to do for three hours and be okay and be like, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm just living my life. It's I love so that. much productivity and like waking up early and work. Like I'm, yeah, I'm every part of my being, almost every part of my being is like, just chill, chill out. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, I've- That's so good. Cause when we're just so constantly busy and constantly like trying to be productive or whatever, a lot of times we just miss life. Like, yeah. It, where did it go? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so I love that being in the moment, just being. That's and- practically speaking, that is inspiring me to take a trip with Rio for our anniversary. That's not just like, let's just stay at a hotel. I mean, maybe that will happen and it'll be a really nice hotel, but I feel like somehow elevating it and making it like really going for it financially and energetically, like not being worried about taking a few days off of my clients, like trusting that they'll be okay. Like it's all good. Yes. That's so good. I don't know. I feel like sometimes the more you intentionally can plan something, the more it can be enjoyable. Yeah. So yeah, I do. I do feel like I am more resonating with the light part of it. Although I am a opportunities person, like Rio is always like, you literally get more opportunities than anyone I've ever known. And they kind of, I mean, I do work for them. Like I feel proud of myself because I I do find them and work for them. But sometimes I'm like, how the hell did this happen? (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) And, you know, just about every, ever since I've lived in LA, I have kind of felt that energy of like, whoa, I'm really lucky, blessed, happy, like receiving a lot. But that comes with, too many yeses and too many eggs and too many baskets and then you just feel overwhelmed. I think it kind of relates to what I said earlier, like just needing to streamline my energy more so and not yeah. be so chaotic in my mind and have just stretching myself too thin. Totally. Um, You saying like how you've had so many opportunities, it reminded me of uh, you posted something. It was when Chloe Cherry shouted out <laughs> yeah. your podcast on Call Her Daddy podcast. Let me tell everyone. Chloe Cherry from Euphoria. She played Faye. And yeah, she was on Call Her Daddy podcast and she shouted out Take the Cake, which is Katie's podcast. And it was just the best day ever. So much fun. You're the only person I I told Rio that I told you. I, call, I think or I texted you. I was like, 
what the hell? I was like, <laughs> dude, I, I don't even know how to say this. It was crazy. I didn't believe it when someone told me. It's It was just the perfect situation because I was like obsessed with euphoria at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was freaking out. I was like, me oh too. my gosh, Chloe Cherry. Like it might as well have been Zendaya. Like I was freaking out. So um, yeah, just so happy for you. But what did you post in the caption when you posted about that? You said something like, self-love energy will get you so much further than like eating disorder energy like what I think, did I think that's what I said let me let me find it yeah why don't you find it because I it just really connected with me thank you that really means a lot yeah a lot of people found my podcast through this for through her doing it and I don't know if I told you this but I just took on a new client and I don't ask my clients how they find me it just usually ends up coming up because I ask them the question what do you do? It's a tangent. I ask him, what types of stuff do you do to help yourself, like outside of professional help, even if it's like journaling or, or nothing? Just do you do anything? And what's your experience like? And so usually people will be like, oh, I listen to your podcast. So that's how I end up knowing how they found find me. And one of my recent clients I took on said she found me through that. No way. I was like, she's like, I found you through Chloe Cherry. I was like, oh my gosh, like a client. That is amazing. Sorry, I got distracted. What did you say? Oh, what did I say? I should just read my caption. Yeah, it was in your caption. Um, Recovery energy will take you so much further than your ED ever will. And today I feel so much proof in that. I just have seen that played out in you. And it's like, that's where the opportunity is coming from, is your recovery energy. I mean, eating disorder energy, I feel like it really just is so close. It's like a bunch of stops and blocks Blocks everywhere. So many blocks. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of intense, but if you actually think about, you know, there's, there's, there's real issues and core issues underneath eating disorders. So it's not all about the food. Um, Most of the time it's really not about the food that much, but it, it is, you know, for whatever time period it is. And um, if you really think about it, if you really listen to the eating disorder fully, like if you actually let the eating disorder win, you would die. Whoa. Because eating disorder tells us like not to eat, to be as small as possible. And so if you really let it, if you really let it fully take over, like that's what happens. People die mm-hmm. and your life is over. So it's like, when you think about it that way, I'm like, why would I, I don't want to go walk down that path. No. No. And then the opposite, it's not yeah. only, if you think of like the exact opposite of death, it's life, but it's like fully living life. Like some people are alive, but like dead. You Sleeping, know what I mean? <laughs> walking. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. So it's like really just full life. You full know? life. Yeah. Uh, love. Um, okay. Yay. Last card is the nine of pentacles. Here we go. Peacock. Oh my God. I'm so excited about this card. Okay. You are going to love this card. Okay. This card, <laughs> I'm speaking this over you. Okay. Here we go. Indulge yourself. You deserve <laughs> it. Your hard work is paying off and you are now reaping the rewards. You feel at ease with your financial status, income, and schedule. Live loud with luxury, allowing yourself to enjoy the abundance that you've created. It is now time to celebrate and treat yourself, whether it's buying that item you've had your eye on or giving yourself time to rest. By staying true to yourself and your vision, you are improving the quality of your life. Show your true colors by saying yes to your independent spirit and the creations you are bringing forth into this world. 
Acknowledge your accomplishments and what it took for you to get to this place of fulfillment and satisfaction. Rich in inspiration, connect and replenish the unique beauty that you possess and provide in this world. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Yay! That was your card. That was my card. That was it. I don't know what to say. We found it. I'm just like, speechless. I feel like, yeah, wow. That was your card, Katie. Oh my gosh, it really was. I'm so excited for you. (laughs) You're going to just live in luxury, baby. (laughs) I'm ready for it. You really showed me that. You really have been a big, (laughs) I just almost called you a big door, but you know what I mean? (laughs) A big door. (laughs) A big door? Yes. A big door um, to, you know, but just you've opened this door for me that, I don't think you realized at the time you were doing, and I didn't either, but you really have showed, uh, led an example of like respecting and honoring yourself and your choices in a way like, I, I think just, yeah, living more luxurious and like honoring yourself, whatever that means for you. Like it doesn't have to mean like buying a luxury car or whatever, <laughs> just like, I don't know, your own version of treating yourself and respecting yourself fully. So Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yes. I want to take a picture of that card. Yes. Take a picture. So I don't really know what it's telling you to release. (laughs) Well, I do. do Okay, great. Okay, great. Yeah, I do. I think the last card really was it. It, 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 Well, it's kind of what I talked about. It's just this need to be my own. I always had this energy that I always have been scared that like I'm getting in my own way or other things are getting my own way or like I just always had to clear the path for myself. And I think the reality is, is I don't have anything to clear. Like I can just walk, like I'm good, you know, and I can, I can relax and I'm just so tired of like hustling, like that hustle culture, whatever girl boss shit. I don't know. It's cool, but like, it doesn't feel sustainable for me right now. So I'm just peace. Peace. Ugh. Love. Thanks for doing that. That's great. That was of course. Cool. We did it. Wow. Wait, let me take a photo. Oh, of yes, this. please. Was it Nine of Pentacles? Yeah. So these are, um, these aren't like specific to this deck, right? Like these are classic tarot cards. They're just. I honestly have no idea. They might be classic, but then the descriptions are more fun. Kind of like King James versus the Message Bible. Yeah. Always read the message back when I read scripture. Yeah. This is the message tarot cards. No, I have no idea, honestly. Um, <laughs> I'm telling tarot. you, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, but, um, next time, deal with more confidence, and I don't think anyone will question Yeah, you. that's true. <laughs> yeah, I just want to put that disclaimer only because I don't know. I just... Look, you're taking this <laughs> gift that you got and sharing it with, with people, and that's beautiful. You're so right. You're so right, and I think we did it. We did its purpose. It, we did. Oops. That made me feel very validated, and yeah, thanks. I'm so glad. Yay! Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. <laughs> yes. I'm sure you'll probably be back. So. If everyone is like in love with you, which they are, I know. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll probably collab again. I can't wait. Let's figure it out. Same. Also, Sarah has been on my podcast three times. Well, no, twice, almost three times. By the time this is out, 
it'll be the third time. That's so, true. Uh, she has been with me through my difficulties and I had, she's the first person I interviewed in person and it was quite the ordeal for me. <laughs> so <laughs> she, she really sat through the, the, me being really stressed out about it. And she was just sitting there with like grace and was like patiently waiting. And she's like, I'm good. And I'm like, hey, I can't. I'm freaking out. <laughs> well, we're currently sitting on the floor with it's our microphones. So I'm comfortable. A, yeah, we have a comfy rug. Waffles is enjoying the rug too. Aww. Waffles loves being with us. You would think she would be a regular cat and like hide from us, but she always just follows us around and loves to be with us. Anywho, okay, well, I love you. Love you too, thank you. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.